ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the top of the ninth here on WHIZ, the Wiz Radio Network. The Assassins lead the Big Shots 16-14 to 14 right now, but if the Big Shots can hold them back during the top and get a couple runs in the bottom, this game could quickly turn around, which we're all hoping for, of course, as the alternative is quite scary. All the villains could be freed from their incarceration. Fred, how are you doing as we enter what could be the final inning of this game? Well, Terry, I'm nine hot dogs deep. I've had 12 beers. I'm remembering my dead brother. I was doused with fear gas, and part of my soul seems to be stuck at a concert in 1999. I turned into a cleat. I met a bird who had my name. And all the greatest villains of this city may be released out into the world. So I guess I'd say it's been one hell of a ball game. Go Big Shots! I agree, Fred. Go Big Shots. You have had quite a day, that's for sure, but... So have we all, as Penguin gets set and ready to start this next inning. Also, DiMaggio takes over for Harvey out in left field. DiMaggio's a bum! Enough said. Bruce Wayne gets set and ready to fire. Ball one on the Penguin. Two rich fat cats can't buy enough talent to hit a beach ball. Wealth is a corrupting force. Baseball is pure. I'm pure. I'm Fred. Here's the next pitch from the Playboy. That's a line out to Robin, one down. This is who I am. It's becoming clearer to me now. I am ascending. Harley Quinn is up to bat. She's had quite the dangerous set of plate appearances over the course of the game. Everything that's happened to me today has happened for a reason. I am bigger than my body gives me credit for. First pitch in the dirt, ball one. You think Bruce could ever stay ahead in the count against any of these batters, Fred? Terry, listen to me. Listen to me. I am now more than a man. Fred, listen. That pitch was well struck by Harley. It goes sailing to right field towards the wall. It bounces off the wall. And what? Harley's hit somehow struck a target. And the field is transforming. Oh, no. Oh, God. I don't need this right now. The outfield wall is growing with roughshod patchwork construction. Massive, almost carnival-like tents and buntings are displaying themselves all around the stadium. The grass is becoming a neon green and purple, and a gas is steadily dispersing itself across the field. Why'd I move to Gotham? I could have been very happy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But no, my son wanted to go where the action was. And now he's in a black box theater troupe. This is a dark day as Harley takes second base and someone is appearing on a tower in center field. It's it's the Joker. He has returned. Is this the Riddler? What riddle is this? No, Fred. It's clearly the Joker. Hello, Gotham. Miss me? <laughs> I wanted to drop by and put my own spin on this dome. Who is this man? I don't like him. The Joker has somehow taken over the PA system to deliver this chilling monologue. (laughs) For my own amusement, we'll be finishing off this game playing by my rules. And if you think your precious empires will save you from my nonsensical whims, take a look behind home plate. Some goons with shirts that read Wham, Bam, and Goof on them have taken the umpires hostage. We're playing by the Joker's rules now. 
Who is this guy? Who does he think he is? Why didn't I stay in beautiful Grand Rapids? There are no jokers there. Except that son of a gun mayor, George W. Welsh. Give me a break. Anyway, what's going on? We're being provided a copy of the new rule changes here, and it says that anything the Joker says goes. That's basically it. It's not really a set of rules, but I guess we appreciate this extra bit of coverage. In any case, Harvey... I mean, Two-Face is up to bat, and he looks mighty angry with the Joker up there. I don't need this. I just wanted to call a fun baseball game. I just want to feel good again. I miss my wife. Two-Face is yelling at Joker now. He's saying something along the lines of, I will not play this game with you, Joker, or, Hey now, this fame, you broker, which doesn't make much sense, so it's probably the first one. I didn't know you were so good at reading lips, Terry. Hey, what am I saying now? Two-Face is showing Bunt this looks intentional, like he doesn't want to play. Bruce is ready to throw under the watchful eye of a leering Joker. What am I saying? I'm saying something with with just my lips. Yes, you're just saying snow over and over. Can we get back to the game now? Here's the pitch. Two-Face bunts it softly towards Bruce, who snags it and throws to first for an easy out. Two-Face really didn't want to play. Well, he does have two faces. One is horrifying, and one is handsome. The handsome one is winning out right now. Thank you, handsome. You can tell how good a person is by how handsome they are. Uh Uh-oh, it looks like the Joker is pulling a giant lever. What is going (laughs) to... He's really out of here! <laughs> He's really out of here! Fred, Harvey Dent might have died. Terry, you're really out of here! <laughs> this guy's a real cut-up. His name should be the Jokester. Who is he, anyway? Stay with me, Fred. This is the Joker. No, the Jokester. Ventriloquist is up. He's looking frightened, as if he may be subject to the strange whims of the Joker. Jokester. As he approaches the plate, one of the goons, I believe it's Wham, is walking up with a T. Another goon, looks like Goof, is ripping the ball from Bruce Wayne's hands. Joker's rules, I guess. I wonder if the inside of a Twinkie could be replaced with barbecue sauce. You could call it a Fred roll. Now that's a home run. Ventriloquist gets set, and he cuts in a miss. Strike one. A Fred roll, you say. Tell me more about this. Well, I'm just trying to think of something fun because I'm frightened for my life. Swinging strike two for the ventriloquist, Joker looks mad out there on the tower. You'd think with a T he'd at least be able to make contact, but I guess that's what happens when you're an elderly man holding a tiny puppet. I agree, Fred. Not exactly your ideal baseball player there. Terry, do you think I'll get to see my wife again? Are we going to go home after this? And that's a routine hit to Robin, who scoops it up, throws it over to Ace to end the top of the inning if Joker allows us to. He looks like he's waving everyone off, so we're switching to the bottom half of the ninth here in what has become a very dangerous game for everyone, not only in this stadium, but across the city, as the Assassins are up 16-14 to over the Big Shots. If they win, 
should they win, they'll release their terror for all to see. Hopefully the big shots can save the day after this commercial here on WHIZ The Wiz Radio Network. It's a really, really spectacular plane. It's the new Jetliner 2000 from Ferris Air, designed and manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. Planes aren't just for shooting down Axis forces anymore, though we do make them for that too. No, now you too, the average, non-superpowered American, can know what it's like to take to the skies in luxury. The Ferris Air Jetliner 2000 comes with all the modern amenities you can dream of, like two, count them, two aerodynamic wings, wooden seats with a nice pad on top, and a refrigerator full of ice-cold Budweiser for all those long, long flights across our great nation. Budweiser beer is a blessing in a can. Ah, Bud! Yes, everyone's getting to air travel these days, whether it's our boys in blue or the Blue Beetle. Why, even the president's on board with our Jetliner 2000. Tell him, Mr. Roosevelt. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> That's right, Mr. President. And there's nothing to be afraid of with the Ferris Air Jetliner 2000, taking you anywhere you want to go. So get up, up, and away from your family and fly the skies like a real man. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. Right. We're back in the bottom of the ninth with potentially the fate of the world on the line. The big shots are ready to bat and hopefully score some runs to put us over the top to save everyone. Batgirl is up first, and with Two-Face being violently ejected from the game, it looks like, under Joker's rules, Joker is back to pitching again. I've been violently ejected. Boston, 1929. I was taken at WHIZ, if you follow. Right on third. Fred. I was peeing. I was arrested. I was a political prisoner. I got it. Joker is sporting a comically large big red baseball mitt, and he gets set and fires. That was right across the plate. Batgirl cut and missed. The ball went right back to Joker's mitt. It looks like there's some kind of bungee cord on the ball. What a joke from the jokester. Joker. Whatever works. This ball does a wild curve and then back to the mid. Another cut and a miss for Batgirl, who is behind the count 0-2 in the leadoff spot. She's looking furious up there, like my wife when I come in late with gin on my breath. Beef eater. Live a little. Here's the pitch. The ball is out, and it was grabbed by Batgirl's grappling hook, held in place with one hand while she holds the bat with the other. Batgirl smashes it to left field. It snapped out of Joker's mitt and is sailing. This one's got a chance. It's gone. A home run from a clever Batgirl. Joker is stunned. What a play. Live a little. Fred, I... Please. Terry, listen. I'm so scared and I miss my wife. I don't know if I'm ever going to see her again. This game has changed me. 
Well, the big shots are now close to tying. The score now 16-15 with Catwoman up. What tricks does Joker have for Catwoman in her at-bat? I know a few tricks. With cards. See, I bend the corners a little bit so I know which card is which and... Ah, shucks, I shouldn't have said that. Forget I said that. Catwoman is set. Joker's set. And now Catwoman has fallen down a pit. A trap door opened underneath her. But Joker is still pitching. Strike one. Strike two. Catwoman is climbing out and... That strike three, too late for Catwoman. She's down on strikes. My son is putting up a play this weekend. Twelfth Night, Shakespeare. <laughs> they say it's in English, but it all sounds like gobbledygook to me. I hope I'm alive to see it. Save us, Batman. That's one out for the big shots. Lois Lane up, 16-15. Let's see if she can get something going here. The jokester needs some big stones to mess with Superman's girlfriend. He better watch his pasty white back. And here's the pitch. Big rip from Lois, and the ball explodes off of her bat. She had all of that one, but it just disintegrated in midair. Strike one. Looks like the Man of Steel is trying to get out of the dugout, but the goon with the Bam shirt is holding out a big chunk of glowing green kryptonite. The next pitch from the Joker... Another big rip. This one sails off the bat and explodes in midair again. What the heck? You know, it was probably a very bad mistake for Superman to tell the world what his one weakness is. I would never tell anyone what my one weakness is, which is, of course, Milwaukee's best. Budweiser is our major advertiser, Fred. You are going to cause a huge headache to our marketing department. Who cares about advertisers at this point, Terry? I don't care about anything anymore. For all we know, the world outside of this terror drome has been taken by the Riddler's various strange gases. You know, you may be right. Joker lines up and a cut and a miss from Lois Lane and she's down on strikes. Two down, Alfred up to bat. The fate of our world rests in the bat of this elderly butler. Where is Batman? This is Batman baseball game, after all. Why is he gone? Has he waned? Waned. It looks like Joker is doing a cruel parody of a senior citizen out on the mound, mocking Alfred's age. This city needs a hero. This city has a lot of heroes already, Fred. You can see them all out there. A whole team of heroes. We've been watching them for hours. I am vengeance. No, you're not, Fred. You're drunk. Joker gets set. And fires. Strike one on Alfred. No tricks here. This confident Joker is relying on pure heat to deliver his finishing blow. I am the knight. Another pitch from the Joker. Strike two on Alfred. This could be the last pitch here for Gotham. Ladies, gentlemen, you have eaten well. Fred, please. Things are looking grim enough. You've eaten Gotham's wealth. It's spirit. Fred. Your feast is almost over. Fred! From this moment on, none of you are safe. That's a huge base hit from Alfred. A long line drive to right. Alfred is tearing around the bases. The throw, the slide, the tag, safe. That's a triple for Alfred the butler. Wow! I'm bigger than a man, Terry. I'm a symbol. 
Fred, that's a tablecloth. Don't... Stop it, Fred. That's not a cape. Stop tying it around your neck. What are you putting on your head, Fred? Oh, Fred, please keep your pants on. Don't take... Take your boxers off of your head. What are you doing? Fred's finally free! Fred is now Batman! Fresh fish! Fresh fish! Oh, God. Fred! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do my best to describe the events with a sense of journalistic distance. My co-host has jumped through the window of our booth, fully nude and with a tablecloth tied around his neck like a cape and his boxers on his head like Batman horns. He's now streaking, bloodied and screaming towards the mound to, it looks like, confront the Joker. Oh, wow, what a mean left hook from our Fred. The goons are mobbing the mound. He whams, bam, he bams, wham, he boofs, goof. What is happening? That is a 47-year-old man. Jimmy, get in here. Describe for yourself what is happening down there. Fred is kicking butt. The Joker is out cold. He might be dead. You're not wrong. Fred has tapped into some kind of inner strength. He's unleashed. He's clenching his fists and screaming over the slumped and bruised bodies of three goons and the clown prince of crime. Jolton Joe is coming out of the dugout and walking over to Fred. If anyone can talk him down, it's the Yankee Clipper. Jimmy, there's really no love lost between these two. He just decked Joe DiMaggio! <gasps> Joe punched him back! This is turning into a brawl on the pitcher's mound. Joe DiMaggio and our beloved announcer Fred Wilcox are having it out. Joe clobbers him right in the jaw, and Fred is down. He's out cold. Naked Fred is slumped over the body of the Joker, and it looks like Superman is coming to pick him up. Oh, wow! Superman! I love him! He's bringing Fred up to the booth. I believe you lost a color commentator, ma'am. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you, Superman. I know you, Superman! Say, Jimmy, how about watching the rest of the game from the dugout? You mean it? Come on. Whee! Bye, Superman. Uh, sorry, folks, a bit of chaos here, uh, Fred is passed out cold in his announcer's chair, and Jimmy's just been flown to the dugout by the last son of Krypton. The Joker is not moving, thanks to our friend Fred here. Bruce Wayne is up to bat, but there's no pitcher. Fred? Fred, are you with us? I did it. You sure did, Fred. Vicky, get this man a Milwaukee's best. No. Vicky, I don't need it anymore. Wow, Fred. You've really changed. No. I've become what I've always meant to be. Yes, Fred, that's what change is. Oh, okay. Then yes, I've changed. Great, Fred. The score is still 16-15. Bruce Wayne up to bat. Two outs and Alfred on third base. The assassins need to find a pitcher and they need to find one quick. The umps are conferring. Clayface is walking up to the mound. Is Clayface going to pitch? Why do I hurt so much? Is my leg broken? Sure looks like it, Fred. 
Also, put this blanket over you, please. Good idea, Terry. Clayface is literally reaching inside of himself and pulling a ball out. Is this the ball from the last inning? I honestly couldn't tell you, Terry. Things have been pretty hazy for a few innings here. Gosh, 16-15? That's tight! Yikes! What a game! And there's the pitch from Clayface. Bruce pops this one up. Huge fly ball to left. Playable Harley is streaking over from short to make the catch. She's got it. What a catch. That's an out. That's the game. 16-15, that's it. Harley went sliding into the visitor's dugout, so the umps are going over to check on her. And Hey, where's that good-for-nothing Bruce Wayne? I need to wag my finger at him for that poor play. He's gone. Maybe he's back in the dugout? I don't know. And the umps are dragging Harley out of a giant hole that appears to have been dug in the dugout. Oh my gosh, look who it is. Gliding in from the scoreboard, the, the Kate Crusader. The real one, not me. <laughs> I need a doctor. Please help me. Batman is conferring with the umps while all of the members of the Assassins sit shaking in their boots. Batman and all of the big shots are all coming over to flex their muscles. What's going on? Terry, I just got this bulletin from the field, from the office of the commissioner. While the outlaws of the Arkham Assassins are formally released from their imprisonment, we see fit to imprison them again for a crime committed during the game, specifically digging a hole under the stadium to First National Bank of Gotham in order to rob it. What in the heck? Why, I've heard of dugouts, but not dig-outs. Ha ha ha! Well said, Fred. Well said. The game may be lost, but the day is saved. It looks like Batman had this one planned out from the beginning. Catch them red-handed and they can't be released. Wait, who's that coming out of the Big Shot's dugout? It's... President! President Truman out to congratulate the heroes on their stunning turnaround. Give them hell, Harry! Ha <laughs> ha! All of the assassins are kicking dirt as they're loaded into waiting police cars. Back to Arkham, everyone. Except Two-Face. Whatever happened to him? I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. And that's it for us here at Aparo Field. The final score was 16-15 for the assassins, but... The winning play goes to Bruce Wayne and Batman for their clever pop-fly reveal of the scheme right under our noses. Thank you, Bruce, wherever you are. And thank you all for listening. From all of us here at WHIZ, the Wiz Radio Network. Fresh fish for all and to all a fresh fish. Good night, everybody. Oh, Fred. You've been listening to Batman at Bat, a podcast created, written, and directed by Chris Geiger, Sean Rose, and Stephen Winchell, and produced in association with the Nerdalogs. This episode starred Mary Beth Smith, Zach Mast, and Allie Reed, with special guest appearances by Nikki Martin and Tim Dunn, and promotional consideration provided by the Nerdalogs. It was edited by everyone's favorite podcast boy, Eric Garneau. All characters are presented for comedic and satirical purposes only. 
If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends. And thanks for listening to our show, everybody.